Section 10 of Biographical Memoir of John Wesley Powell, 1834-1902, by William Morris Davis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 10. Planation. These general results were not left without practical application. The great plains of erosion, revealed by the superb unconformities in the bottom of the Grand Canyon of the Colorado in northern Arizona, were evidently regarded as the result of persistent erosion by rain and rivers during prolonged still stands of the region in ancient geological periods. But the phraseology adopted for the peroration in which the history of these buried lands is set forth must leave the uninformed reader in some doubt as to the precise nature of the facts and inferences there presented. A simpler statement is given for the plateau-like highlands of crystalline schists flanked by upturned sedimentaries in the Colorado Front Range, which has made a, quote, deep impression on Powell when he crossed them in his first western journey in 1867. He afterward recalls that he had then, quote, dimly conjectured that tens of thousands of feet had been eroded from some of the ranges, and that the table or plateau-like character of the ranges was due to some epoch of this later denudation of the ranges when they were planed down to a common level. Such a planing down occurs when the channels of the eroding streams remain for a great length of time at a general base level. End quote. You into page 27. It would thus appear that the first observer to recognize this fundamental process in the origin of the front range of the Rocky Mountains was not Marvine, to whom it has elsewhere been credited, but Powell. True, he does not explicitly state that the plain down surface of the front range was afterward broadly uplifted to its present highland altitude in order to excite its streams to erode the gorges by which it is now dissected, but no one who reads his reports can doubt that he understood the uplift as clearly as the planing down. Following the principles so well and so early applied in Colorado, he afterward perceived that the ranges of the Great Basin, though composed of Ezoic and Paleozoic rocks, are mountains of very late upheaval, and that before upheaval their region was, quote, a comparatively low plain, constituting a general base level of erosion, to which that region had been denuded in Mesozoic and early tertiary time, when it was an area of dry land. End quote. He was thus led to say, quote, Mountains cannot long remain as mountains. They are ephemeral topographic forms. Geologically, all existing mountains are recent. The ancient mountains are gone. I can well recall the exclamatory vigor that Powell gave to a statement at a scientific meeting in 1884 and the emphasis that he added with rapid gestures of his empty sleeve. He said, quote, If the Adirondacks had been uplifted in Cambrian time, as was then generally supposed, they would have been worn down over and over again. The discussion of cliffs of displacement 
and cliffs of erosion in the Colorado River report, is an excellent example of Powell's deductive presentation, evidently based upon observed examples, but systematically extended beyond their reach and admirably illustrated by a series of block diagrams by Holmes. The ideal types thus presented are shown in far greater distinctness than could be reached in any direct view of actual examples. It is well said that, quote, the cliffs of erosion are very irregular in direction, but somewhat constant in vertical outline, and the cliffs of displacement are somewhat regular in direction, but very inconsistent in vertical outline. End quote. This sentence may indeed be taken as one of the best examples of Powell's power in condensed verbal exposition. The migration of divides and the associated beheading of consequent streams during the retreat of cliffs of erosion is recognized, but the principle here involved was not developed to its more general application. End of section 10.